the realm of the spirit, you see what is on your shirt. The Lord said me, your name is what is on your shirt. Hallelujah! What is your name? Rose. What do you have on your shirt? I don't know why. Where is my mama Ghana power? I saw fire jumping from her and coming to you. And I'm trying to understand why. When I looked at you, I saw her. When I saw her, I saw you. Are you a nurse? You're in the medical field. Yeah. Go to her, put the mic on her. I'm a nurse. Were you married before? Divorce. Okay, go to my mama Ghana. I'm divorced. I saw somebody else with a name like Campbell. Campbell. As I was walking in the realms of the spirit, God says that He's about to bless the Campbell family. Prophesy. I saw somebody in the Bible called Anna, but God said no, Anne. Tracy Anne. Ah. Prophesy. I saw God taking words and run with it to the ends of the world. What does he do? Prophesy. He's like, oh, oh, gaga, oh, gaga. Do you know somebody called Kenny? Kenny, that's me. Is Kenny Ogba Ogaga. Kenny Ogba Ogaga. Professor. Who has a name that starts with like an M? Just said Maria. Maria. Yeah. <laughs> because I was looking at you there, I'm seeing an M on your forehead. I saw God putting a garment on somebody called Jonathan. My first name. Professor. In 2013, you are not supposed to be here. Hey! You had surgery. Major surgery. I looked at you and I saw an x-ray. I saw your body beyond the flesh. And the Lord told me that we need to pray for his lungs. I'm sick right now. Where? In the lungs. You've seen me before. I've never seen you before. How can I know these things? One thing about you, you are real. La clariosto improdovida shalakate le mande. Provein den kishta a goshta a lova kalamande le pronde legista. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that the Lord will touch you wherever you are. I pray that the Sulam anointing shall come upon you as you listen to this prayer. I pray that your spiritual ears and your spiritual eyes and your spiritual understanding shall be unlocked this day. I pray that the mysteries of Jehovah God shall be released unto you. I pray that you may know his power, that you may know his love, that you may know his might in your life this day. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. May what was impossible become possible now. Lande le kishta avuka la bronde le kishta vara kia se. Mevra tufta ika la vande le bronde dia. La clariosto fradeike le kishta avuka talamande. Laisti constelesta in glory fantelino. Mevretita atuva kashuka pravedia amande. 
Langa tita labra de liga oka pava ketila mandele pronde vikate. Zila kusha mevrafia azu fekei. Kinkaraba sontelekeya azuke prade kista amandele kushta. Prava kushte ikaraba kantele teleba sovare. Makusha arade dia azaka talabante. Mondele kashte iza azuva. Meria azuka talamande karabatoshte. Kapro sotolomandele keshta azuka ramande. Mavo, mavo, mavo. I pray that my encounters with the Lord will become your encounters. I pray that every single angelic visitation that I've experienced, may the Lord favor you today. May the Lord give you the grace to see the things that I have seen and beyond. I unlock you in the prophetic today. I release the Sulam anointing upon you today. May angels ascend and descend upon you in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. May the Lord be glorified through your life. May the world know that Jesus is alive by reason of him manifesting himself through you. I decree and declare as a prophet of God, there will be a difference from this day. When you stand before people, when you pray, there will be a change that people will know that the Holy Spirit is upon you and he has anointed you to do the work of God, to be a shield for your family, to be a defender of your family. Let it be so now in Jesus' mighty name. When the Lord Jesus was announced to be the savior of the world, he was only a young boy. Now you notice what happened to David is happening to Jesus. David is announced to be king, a shepherd boy. Jesus is called the good shepherd. But Jesus is called a good shepherd before he has any cattle. And David is not, is, he does not have his own sheep. He's looking after his own father's sheep. But the same God is anointing both people when they are not yet what they are supposed to be. You may not look like where you're going right now. It may not seem like you are where you're supposed to be. But I'm here to tell you, you are in the right place at the right time Hallelujah. with the right anointing. And at the proper time, you shall be lifted up and God will show what he was doing in the sit, 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 sit. Learn to be secretive. 
Hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Learn to be what? Secretive. secretive. Unless you're secretive, God can never confide in you. Will you tell somebody a secret that talks too much? No. Will you plan something with somebody that announces to everybody? No. So why do you think God is going to do that? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. From today, let your actions tell people what you're doing. Amen. I receive. When they see boom, they say, ah, when were you working on this? You say, ah, I've been working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. Uh, this has been going on. Yeah. Become secretive. Amen. So I am trying to understand what these two angels are saying because I'm hearing one saying, God with us, and the other one is saying Emmanuel. Uh, what is that? I saw him go and he was looking for something like one or two. I saw him doing this, throwing seeds. When people are throwing seeds, it means they have a calling, a pastoral calling to feed people and to raise people. Huh? You said what? I saw an interesting thing. I saw, I think, 6300. When I got to this place, I saw an address like 8111. The angel told me, walk five steps. I walked five steps, and I saw like unit five. I saw a two. I saw a nine. I saw another nine. I saw a three. I saw a zero. I saw a B. It's like a pay view or something like that. But, eh? I don't know what this is. I'm seeing a D and R and an N. But I don't. I'm seeing a company that has like an IS something. I can't see the whole thing, but I'm seeing like an I and S something entertainment. It's a very strange word. I used to have a business called I and Entertainment, so it's I S. Blessings, everybody. This is Prophet Lovig. I'm here with Superstar the Bishop. <laughs> Richard Jones, and uh, uh, we're going to have a good time and we're going to talk about some amazing things that God has for us today that is going to be a blessing to everybody that is watching. I thank God for this opportunity to speak to you. I want you to let somebody know that we are live so that somebody can be blessed wherever they are wherever they may be, they may know that God wants to bless us by what he's going to speak. So everybody always asks me this question, son. They always ask me this. They always ask me, how do I grow in the spirit? So I want to explain it, how for people to grow in the spirit. I think, I think that would be beneficial for somebody because 
you cannot. Um, Someone's like, is that Mike from Why Did I Get Married? His name is Richard Jones, <laughs> <laughs> not Mike. Mike, Mike, Mike is a target. <laughs> so I think it's going to be a blessing to somebody. Somebody watching will be blessed and somebody's life will change. Growing in the spirit is completely misunderstood. And when we read, you're going to understand. And when I explain it, and I try to break it down to my best of uh, my best ability. It will make sense to somebody, and somebody will surely know uh, how this whole thing works. So I want you to be attentive. I want you. Uh, Mike is gonna ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> my son Richard is gonna ask questions on your behalf. He's gonna. I want you to really think. Wherever you, it doesn't hit you right, you can, you can ask. I have no problem. You know I love to answer questions. Yes. It's my favorite thing to do. So I'm not just here to just talk to you, but I want somebody. I want somebody to actually learn. When you listen to me, I don't want you to just listen to me and you are the same person. The Lord Jesus said, you are purified he said, uh, he went to his disciples and said, I'm going to wash your feet. So he started washing their feet. When he got to Peter, Peter said, Lord, you will never wash my feet. Jesus said, what I'm doing, you will not understand now. But a time is coming that you will understand what I'm doing. And he said, then Lord, wash my entire body. And Jesus said, no, you're already purified by the words that I've spoken to you. We just need to wash your feet. So why did he say we need to wash your feet? Because feet represent speed. They represent the ability to possess a territory. So he thought he needed a full cleansing, but he just needed his feet. So what we are going to speak to you today is going to put speed on people's feet to actually grow in the realm of the spirit. Amen. So we were just, everybody that knows me closely knows that I love mixed martial arts. I love fights. So before we just started, he was laughing because I was like, oh my God, this fight is going on, this and this. He was like, Papa, I just love it because you're so normal. <laughs> so some of my, my sons and daughters, they think I live on a mountain like a monk. Mm -hmm. But that's not how it works. I am the most regular person that you ever meet. But the difference is this. I, need, I know how to change from the natural law to the spiritual law. Mm. I can do it at any time. So, because I know how to switch from being the normal man to the prophet. Mm. So, what I want to teach everybody today is how to grow in the spirit. And I'm going to try and see how you take it today. If people are going to share it and people are going to uh, enjoy it. Periscope is on fire. I love Periscope. Periscope, more people are coming on. And uh, YouTube is always on fire and... Uh, and uh, Facebook is the OG. I call it the father <laughs> of live streams. So, for us at least. So, I want you to make sure that you really, really listen. Because by listening, you're changed. Not Prayer doesn't change people. You know, people always say, pray for me, prophesy to me. That will not change you unless there is the word of God in you. I don't know if somebody's catching me. 
So, prayer <laughs> can't change anyone. That's why we have people in church praying, Shh, and all that, and they are gossiping. Because that doesn't, prayer doesn't change you. What changes you is the word. The information you have has the ability to change you. Not the prayer that you receive, because prayer is offered unto God, not unto a man. So praying for somebody will not change them unless they hear the word. The Bible says, if no one speaks for us, how will they get saved? So somebody needs to speak in order for somebody to be saved. So it is the words that are changing people, not prayer. When you pray for somebody to change, God will send somebody to talk to them to change them. Because unless it is a conscious decision, then they did not decide. So when a demon comes into a person, it does not start by taking them over. It starts by distorting the information in them. So by now them doing the wrong thing, they think they are the ones doing it, not knowing there is a demon that is making them do it. So even when the demon is cast out, the person's mind needs to be renewed because now they have adapted a character that is in their mind that they will act on those things because now it has become the norm. So unless that is changed, the person remains the same. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Yeah. So it's not just enough to say, come out. Nah. That's why when Jesus delivered people, healed people, he said, follow me. Unless you follow him, you won't truly change. So the transformation was not in the prayer. The transformation was not in the anointing. But the transformation was in following him. The, the leper that came back was made whole. Right. The other ones were simply healed, meaning tomorrow they can fall sick again. But to be made whole is every area of your life is complete. So God wants to bring people into wholeness, not just to heal them, but wholeness. I don't know if somebody's catching me. I want somebody to be whole in the realms of the spirit. Ah, hallelujah. Is somebody ready? Are you sure you're prepared? Uh, is it helping? Uh, you go back with crazy teachings. <laughs> Take everyone. Take every one of them. This one is of the family. So... Let us go to John chapter number 4. John chapter number 4. This one is going to be deep. (laughs) John chapter number 4. And we're going to start from verse 14. John chapter number 4 from verse 14. I want you to capture this and I want you to capture it carefully. Because people read... Verse 24, without understanding what the whole thing is talking about and what verse 24 is really saying. Let's start. So there was a certain woman Jesus goes to. So chapter 4, 14. Let's start from 14. You want to read it? Yes. Go go ahead. Uh But but whosoever drinks of the water that I shall give him Mm -hmm. shall never thirst. 
but the water that I shall give him shall be in him mm -hmm. a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Mm -hmm. Now, what did the woman say, verse 15? The woman says to him, Sir, give me this water uh -huh. that I thirst not, neither come here to draw. Mm -hmm. Now, notice this. There's something going on here. Jesus is saying, I have water. He went to ask this woman for water. Then the woman said, but I am a Samaritan. I can't give you water. You know us, we don't agree on, this, on these things. He said, well, if you knew who was asking you for water, you would ask him to give you water because if he gives you water, you will not thirst. It will be a spring. It will turn into a well of, and a spring inside of you. That water will continue to flow. So she said, eh, show me these waters so that I don't thirst anymore. Now you have to understand why this woman is asking for these waters. Because for years, she has gone to that same well to feed her flock and her family so that they don't thirst anymore. Some of you, you've been reading the Bible, you've been praying, you've been going to the same well for years, but you're still thirsty. You are still thirsty because you have still not found the waters because those waters are not in this world they're in another world so you cannot grow now uh, let me not go ahead of myself let, let me not go ahead of myself let me slow down so that is why the woman was like show me these waters because in this world I know if you drink water, whether you're drinking pure Fiji water from the mountains, whether you're drinking pure, I don't know what water, uh, with the, with the, what's it called? Now they have this Japanese water, what do they call it? Uh, that has like uh, some, ah, what is it called? Cloud, the machine you guys have at home, what does it do again? Oh, the, the, the Kagan water? Yeah, the Kagan water. You still be thirsty. So she understood that where is this water? Because as far as I know in this world, there's no such thing. So that's a number one clue. Meaning those waters are not found here. Okay, let's continue. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Verse 16. Uh -huh. okay, where am I? Jesus says to her, come, go, call your husband and come here. Uh-huh. The woman answered and said... Notice Jesus is not suggesting, say, go call your husband and come here. Uh-huh. The woman's answered and said, I have no husband. Now, this woman was honest. She was honest. Jesus said, go get your husband and come here. She said, no, I have no husband. Mm -hmm. What did the Lord Jesus say next? Jesus said to her, you have, you have well said, mm -hmm. I have no husband. Yeah. For you have had five, five. husbands. Mm -hmm. And he whom you now have is not your husband. Uh-huh. In that said you truly. Now look at this. So Jesus is comment, complimenting her, saying, the truth is really in you. Mm. Because you don't really have any husband right now. You have been married to five mm. husbands. And the one you are with now is not even your husband. So many of you, you've been married to different doctrines. You've been married to different traditions. And this they are not your husband. That's why the Bible oh. says, come back to your first love. Oh. So some people, you are not growing because you've been in the wrong relationship. Wow. Wow. 
You've married the wrong doctrine that is still making you thirsty. Wow. Remember, five is the number of grace. <laughs> but nothing is happening. She was honest. She never lied. She was open. But look, she's still going to the same place that is making her thirsty. I hope somebody is understanding this. Some of you, to be honest with some of you, wait, wait, let me not go ahead of myself. Continue, continue. Next verse. Uh huh. woman says to him, sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Ah, notice she said, I perceive you are a prophet. Yes. Now you have to underline the word prophet there to understand why she's saying, I perceive you are a prophet. Mm. It will help you in what is to come next. Okay. Uh-huh. Are we going further? Yes, keep going. Uh-huh. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain. Uh-huh. And you, and you say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Uh-huh. Now notice this. The woman is saying, our fathers worshipped on this mountain. Yes. Meaning she's still going to the church that her dad used to go. You are still using the same doctrine that your grandmother used to use. Uh. Where you were raised, you are still going. Even though it was a good for that time. But it is not good for this time. <laughs> I'm just trying to help somebody. So some people are still going by what, what their mother, their father, what their sister, you know, what they still used to do. But the, the Lord is saying here now, the Lord is saying, the Lord is saying, the Lord is saying, the Lord is saying, that was good. But it's not good for now. It's a different time. So she said, but you people are saying that the only place you can receive prophecy is when you meet Prophet Lovi. But our fathers used to worship here and we did see some miracles. The question is, your fathers are no longer there. Don't be where God used to be. Be God where, where God is now. Don't be where miracles used to be. Be where miracles are happening now. Don't be where God used to speak. Be where God is speaking now. Don't be where, uh, 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 don't be where, where, uh, where, where, where uh, deliverance used to be. Be where deliverance is now. What did the Lord say? Continue. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Jesus says to her, woman, mm -hmm. believe me, mm -hmm. the hours come. When you shall neither in this mountain okay. nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. Now, you, let me explain to you something. Samaritans, Samaritans, Samaritans came from a land called Samaria, which the ancestors, the ancestors of these women came from that place. The Jacob actually dug out the well that they were drinking from. Yes, yes. Okay. So meaning they were believers. Okay. They were not unbelievers. Their thing was that God used to visit us in this mountain. But you Jews are saying only in Jerusalem is where you can meet God. Mm -hmm. Now remember, when 
Jacob and them, before they became Israel and before all these things, they were not Israelis. There was no such thing as the nation of Israel. So Abraham was not of that land or anywhere. He went to that land. But now it was like you people and us people are completely different. Yet the Genesis was from the Samaritans. The good Samaritan, the word Samaritan means one who does good deeds. Samaritans were good people. But just because you're a good person doesn't mean that God is where you are. Remember, this woman was honest. She was on a mountain that God used to visit because of the forefathers that used to come. But it has nothing to do with what God is doing today. You will never go grow in the spirit if you're trying to do what used to be done. You have to do what God is doing now. Remember when they were doing what other people, what you are trying to do now, the people in their time were saying, you are doing the wrong thing. This is the tradition. Why are you breaking off from tradition? They were persecuted because they were doing something that was different. You can never grow unless you change how things are done. If the same system is not working for you, it means you are still in the past. Yet God is in the future. So you must consistently and continually make your way forward. Now, read on. It's coming to somewhere really sweet. Now, uh-huh. It's not so, okay. Uh-huh. You worship, you know not what. Mm-hmm. We know what we worship. Uh-huh. For salvation is of the Jews. Notice, he's saying, you don't know what you're worshiping. But we know what we are worshiping. For salvation is of the Jews. So, we can all be Christians, right. but you may not know what you're worshipping. <laughs> Remember, the word salvation means deliverance. Unless you have been delivered, but delivered from what? Because you don't get delivered and be left in prison. Right. The Bible says you are taken out of the kingdom of darkness and now put in the kingdom of light. So you have been delivered from a kingdom that was full of darkness. It was a kingdom rule of the devil. And now you're put in the kingdom of light. So now you know by being in the light who you worship because you are in that world. You are in that country. So somebody that is just a believer may not know who they are worshiping. They may have an idea, but they don't know whom they are worshiping because they have not gone through deliverance. They have not fully gone into the light. (laughs) So people will argue with you scripture because they have not yet come into the complete light. If they are in the light, they will see and they will know because the eyes of their understanding will be enlightened for them to know what you're saying. Jesus spoke to the Jews, said, why don't you understand my speech? It is because you are not of my father. If you knew my father, then you would welcome me because you would know who is speaking to you. So people don't believe what you would be saying. Some people will not believe me because they are not of our Father. Because remember, we are not speaking what is not in Scripture. You will show them a verse, they will still argue. Because they can't see. Read the next line. It's about to get interesting. It's about to. We are not even there yet. Uh 
For uh-huh. salvation is of the Jews. Uh-huh. But the hour comes and now is. The hour comes and now is. is. He's saying it is coming and it is now. now. Mm. Uh-huh. When the true worshipers. The true worshipers. So there are true worshipers, meaning they are false worshipers. If they can be true worshipers, it means there's also what? False worshipers. Just because you're lifting your hand saying hallelujah doesn't mean you're a true worshiper. And I will show you what a true worshiper is today. Just because you're screaming Jesus doesn't mean you know him. If they are true worshipers, then there must be also false worshipers. I hope somebody is <laughs> catching that. Mm. Is that making sense? Yes. Because you can't say this is a fake dollar unless there is a false dollar. That's right. That's right. As long as it's the only one that is good, there's no need for you to say false. That's right. Mm. Wow. Read on. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, but the hour comes and now is mm-hmm. when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Notice this, an hour is coming and the hour is now that true worshippers will worship the Father in what? Spirit okay. and in truth. Spirit and in truth. Okay, keep reading. For the Father seeks such to worship him. Seeks such to worship him. Now what's the next verse? God is a spirit. God is a spirit. And they that worship him mm. must worship him in spirit and in truth. Okay, my question to you is this. Now, I want you to think about this. God is a spirit. So where is he located? In the spirit. In the spirit realm. Yes. So you cannot worship a God that in the physical realm. You have to go in the ah. spiritual realm. So growing in the spirit is not saying that you are becoming more knowledgeable about Jesus. It's somebody that is spending time in that world. <laughs> is that making sense? So to grow in the spirit is not I am a, I am a spiritual man. That's not what it means. He's saying God is a spirit. And those who will worship him will worship him where? In the spirit. In it's a location. Yes. It's a location. It's not talking about, because I cannot say, uh, uh, okay, an example is this. You are a married man. Yeah. Do you love your wife in the spirit? Do I love her in the spirit? Yes. yes. No, you love her in, the, in, the, in the flesh. Yeah, okay, yeah. Because you're not, your spirit. No, don't think about it. No, okay, you yeah, do yeah. love her with all your heart. Yeah, but it's in the flesh. It's so in the flesh. In, yes. You see, when people say, oh, when you get married, you become one spirit. No, your spirit is only married to God. The spirit of man is not married to another because God takes back his spirit. spirit. Yes. The Bible says that when a person dies, God will take back the spirit because the spirit is the only link you have with God. Is the only marriage you have with God. Right. Is your spirit. So you marry your wife in the flesh and you love her with your soul. Okay. You become one flesh. Okay. You become one flesh. The Bible never says you become one spirit. Because the spiritual realm is only for God. Even when, the, when demons possess a person or enter a person, they only occupy your soul. They cannot occupy your spirit because your spirit is the dwelling place of God. 
what they do is they, they corrupt your soul to not be in sync with your spirit. So their spirit is the one that is going to control your soul. So when somebody is delivered, you are removing the fake false driver of the soul and you're bringing back the human spirit that was designed to control the soul. Because even God's spirit will never control a man's soul. It works, he works with the man's spirit in order for man to carry out what God wants because he's not a manipulator, he will never force you. God works with you. He does not possess you. To possess you is to take you against your will. He will never do that. So growing in the spirit is about you being in that realm and coming to know God beyond the realm of the flesh and knowing him in the realm of the spirit. That is why when Jesus asked the apostles, who do the people say that I am? Everybody said, you are Elijah. Some people say, hey, you are Elias. You are this, you are that. And Peter said, and he asked them, whom do you say I am? They all stayed quiet and Peter said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. You are the Messiah. And Jesus said, this knowledge, this knowledge did not come from you, but my father has revealed it. So revelation is of the spiritual realm. So a believer cannot grow because you pray. You grow because of revelation. But revelation is located in the realm of the spirit. So somebody who is not in the realm of the spirit cannot truly know Jesus. If God provides for you bread, you will know him as God your provider. Only in this realm. What about the spiritual realm? Remember, spirituality begins in the flesh and leads into the spirit. So God gives you these things so that you pursue him and pursue him and end up in the spirit like Enoch, you are taken, you are no longer here. So when somebody is struggling, I don't know if this is making sense. Is it, is it making sense? It makes perfect sense. So anybody that is seeking to know Jesus as a human being, you will never really know. You will never really come to know who he is. Let me show you an example. John was the beloved. He was the most favorite apostle of Jesus. He was literally his best, he was literally his closest mm. apostle. His best friend and his good friend was Lazarus. Mm. But his right hand was John. That is why he did not leave the responsibility of his mother to Lazarus. But he left it to John because John was a person that knew the Lord in the realm of the physical more than anybody. John is the same one that laid on his chest. He was like his little brother. He rested on him. He knew things about him that nobody else knew. That is why you find that John, when you read the Gospels, he is the one that reveals the true identity of Christ beyond everybody. Everybody is talking about there was a man called Jesus. He was also God. You know, he was this and this. But when he begins, he's using Genesis yeah. to tell you about Jesus. Saying in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And the word was made flesh, dwelt among men. He came unto his own and his own did not receive it. He's giving the background of the Lord Jesus beyond the flesh. Mm. Every other apostle 
gave it in the flesh. But he is the one giving it the account in the spirit. Because he came to know him beyond the flesh. Watch this. John who knew Jesus was always with Jesus to the point that when Jesus said, one of you is going to betray me, they went to John and said, John, ask him, who is it really? Meaning John is the only one that could ask Jesus things and Jesus would tell. He didn't reveal everything to everybody. So John really knew him. (coughs) But watch this. When John sees the vision of the Lord Jesus that he knew on earth, he did not recognize him. He saw blazing fire for eyes, hair white like wool. He was shocked that when he saw this vision and then an angel was speaking to him, he bowed to almost worship the angel. Then the angel told him, no, 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 no. I am your fellow brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God for the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. He confused an angel with Jesus. Meaning he did not really recognize him in the realm of the spirit yet. Uh, As he knew him in the flesh. Remember when the Lord Jesus resurrected. You noticed that he looked different from when they knew him. That's why everybody didn't know who he was. Mary who was always at his feet. Cried at his feet and his sins were forgiven. Her sins were forgiven. When Jesus resurrected. She went to the grave and thought that Jesus was the gardener. Began to say. Where is my Lord? Show us where he is. Show he said, Mary. Until he married. Then he, she said, because of the voice, she recognized him. Not by how he looked. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Not by how he looked. By his voice. Because she remembered his voice. But his appearance was different. The two men that were traveling knew the Lord. When he sat down and he was talking with them, when he broke bread, their eyes were open. Then they say, didn't our hearts burn when he spoke? Mm. It sounded like it is him. But now we know it's him. They went back from their journey to go and tell the others. You will never know the Lord Jesus to his fullness unless you begin to be somebody who dwells in the realm of the spirit. The problem is so many people Worship God one hour a day, 20 minutes. So your time in the realm of the spirit is only 20 minutes, all right, or one hour. How can you grow in that world if you're only spending 20 minutes in that world? Remember that we are children of God, meaning there are people who are babies, infants, infants in the realm of the spirit. And there are people who are mature in the realm of the spirit. That's why Paul said, you've been drinking milk, milk so much, it is time for meat. Mm-hmm. Meaning there are people in that realm that graduated from being babies. They became toddlers. They became teenagers. Until they can chew meat completely, the meat of the spirit is available. Because you can only grow in a world if you spend time in it. So if you don't make your habitation in that world... You are not growing. In the human world, you are growing. Or you appear to be growing because this realm is governed by time. But that realm is governed by purpose. The more you know him, the more you are lifted to another level in that world. So somebody who spends five minutes in prayer is not growing in the spirit. They are growing to the measure of five minutes. 
I don't know if I'm making sense. Is it making sense? Is it making sense? That is why Jesus looked at his disciples and said this. He said this. He said, can you not pray for one hour at least? Pray so that you you don't fall into temptation. So we know that people who are always tempted and fall into temptation is because they don't spend an hour in prayer. Mm. Meaning an hour in prayer builds your spiritual immunity against what? Temptation. So if you're always tempted, you're losing your temper, you're losing your cool, you're losing your this, you're losing your that, this and this is happening. It is based on what is happening in that world. I don't know if it's making sense. Because Jesus is not saying, Jesus is not saying, pray and cover yourself in the blood. I don't know where people came up with this doctrine. I really don't know. I'm telling you the truth. I was talking to one lady, and she was like, well, why do you say that don't cover yourself uh, in the blood? I told them, show me one scripture that says cover yourself in the blood. You are a believer because the blood covers you. You're already covered. First of all, the blood of Jesus was not shed for the devil. People who think that the blood of Jesus was shed for the devil, you actually, you don't know the spiritual realm. Who was angry with man? It was God. So God shed blood to appease himself, not the devil. This had nothing to do with the devil. The Bible says that Jesus ascended above all heavens. He ascended above all heavens. And he put his blood on the mercy seat. So the blood of Jesus is not on earth. It's in heaven. So when God looks at man, he sees what the blood of Jesus has accomplished. Because the blood was the one that our blood only covered sins. The blood of bulls covered sins. He never blotted it out. So the devil is called the accuser of the brethren because he had ground to accuse us. He could go before God and tell God, God, Mike is beating his wife, mistreating his wife. How can you continue to, bl- to bless him? God has no choice but to punish you because God is a just God and there is a law. But the moment he paid the price, the devil can no longer accuse anybody. Because you are no longer guilty. You are, not, you are no longer alive. You are dead. You are no longer under the law. So the devil cannot accuse somebody that is not alive. So when people are talking about cover yourself, cover your family, cover this. It's not biblical. But you'll notice the same people who say cover this, cover that, cover this. They have demonic attacks that the blood doesn't do anything. Because they don't know the place of the blood. The blood of Jesus was for God, not for man. That is why angels are there. Why are angels there? To protect you. The Lord Jesus, the Bible literally says in Psalms, for he will put charge of his angels to keep you in all your ways, to protect you. When the Lord Jesus was in trouble, he did not say the blood. He said, don't you know I can ask for more than 12 legions? The devil is attacking you and beating people up because they don't know how to work with angels. The blood of Jesus is what has given us righteousness, right standing with God. It was never about the devil. 
No, it's in the... <laughs> if, if somebody now, you will notice this. There are people who will still argue. Just tell them, show their blood. They will go to the book of Revelation and say, they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, the, the blood of the lamb and, the and the word of the testimony. Okay, let me explain that verse. Read it? Oh, you can read it. <laughs> G- grab it and I'll explain okay, okay. it. Very simple. I'll explain it plainly. Uh. Did you see Apostle Paul say the blood? No. Peter. John. Every time they were in trouble, who delivered them? Angels. Because that's their job. Mm-hmm. Question. Yes. So to what benefit is the physical world to us as we grow in the spirit? You said what? Uh, to what benefit mm-hmm. is the physical world to us as we grow in the spirit? What role does it play? Because in this world you carry out the purpose of the spirit. By practicing it and living it, you spend more time in the spirit. Because what makes you be in the spirit is beyond prayer. And that will be part two. We'll talk about all these things. That is why the Bible says pray in the spirit. So there are prayers we pray in the physical world and there's a prayer we pray in the realm of the spirit. Okay. Uh, about the same thing? So there are prayers that you pray in this world and there are prayers you pray in that world. Yes, okay, an example is this. If there is a problem in the physical world, I call on God to visit the physical world. But if it's a demonic attack, I don't pray in this world because our enemy, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. I need to be in the spiritual realm to beat the devil. You don't fight the devil in the physical realm. He's in the spiritual realm. Okay, read it. What does it say? Uh, 12, 11. Revelations 12, 11. Uh-huh. And they overcame him mm-hmm. by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. Okay, let me explain it. Okay. Simple. Or oh, is, is that the oh, whole verse? No, you, should I start with verse 10? So no, no, just read that verse. Okay. You can read just that verse. However you feel like. If you want to read the one before, however you feel. Just so, and the accuser of the brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. He is cast down. Uh Read it again. (laughs) I'm about to mess somebody up. Read. (laughs) You provoke this. Read. (laughs) Okay. For the accuser of the brethren is cast down, Uh which caused them, uh, which accused them before our God day and night, Uh and they overcame him. Uh. by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony and they love not their lives to the death. Okay, now let me explain to you something. This one is going to be extra deep because you provoked it. (laughs) You're welcome. Okay, now listen to this. When was the devil cast down? He was cast down. Oh, he was cast down from the beginning. From the beginning, before man was created. Yes. But the Bible is saying he's been accusing you day and night and he's cast down. So is the devil in heaven still when you were born? No. <laughs> he was no, think about it. No, no, let, just use the Bible. I don't even want to okay, okay, right. use the Bible. Okay. The devil, when was the devil cast down he on the earth? cast down from the beginning. From the beginning. Yes. Okay. But the Bible is saying he is accusing brethren day and night. But they overcame him mm-hmm. by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. 
what is it really talking about? If the devil fell before man was created, so how has he been accusing you? Meaning he accused, he accused you before, before you so came into this world. The reason why he was cast down is because the sacrifice of Jesus was already Nobody over. Did. That's why the Bible is saying he was, the, Jesus was crucified before the foundations of the earth. So you did not, you don't overcome the devil now. Nah. You've already we've overcame him. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> is it making sense? That is why it's talking about it in past tense. It's not saying they are overcoming him. It's saying they overcame him. Because the people who are going to heaven are people that already chose Jesus from the beginning. That is why Apostle Paul says they are vessels of honor and vessels of destruction. Apostle Paul says it again like this. He says, for those he foreknew, he also predestinated to be conformed to the image of his son. So you and me know Jesus because we already chose him before we came. So the devil began to accuse us before we came here. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> so what people don't understand, let me explain it like this. <laughs> I hope people are not losing me. I hope people are understanding this. Let me explain to you. What people don't understand is this. We are making a full circle back to the beginning mm. from where we came from. Yes. The spirit of man, before you came into this world, let me explain it. Somebody will say, well, how is that possible? God is coming to Jeremiah, telling Jeremiah, before you were in your mother's womb, I knew you. I even ordained you a prophet. So Jeremiah did not become a prophet in this world. He was already a prophet from there. But the problem is Jeremiah has no recollection of there. Because his spirit was sent on earth in a body to develop, to grow. So when we were still in God in heaven, when we were still in heaven, we were specks of spirits. But we don't remember because we are not conscious of that. But when you become prophetic, you begin to remember some of the things from the beginning. When I prophesy to people, it's like a memory to me, like I've always known you. It's because the truth is I've known you, but we just don't remember. That is why sometimes you go places, you feel like I've been here before. It feels like I've known you. The truth is you have. There are no coincidences. Is that why the Bible says the Holy Spirit will bring all things back to you? Do you remember? So the question is this. How can he remember? Think about that verse. It doesn't make sense. Did you ever meet Jesus in the flesh? No. So how will he bring to remembrance things he said to you? When did he tell you? When did he say it to you? When did he say it to you? When did you have a conversation with him? He's saying he will bring to your remembrance all the things. What all things? If you go to 1 Corinthians... Chapter number 2, verse 6. <laughs> Paul is talking about it. He's saying, we speak mysteries to the, them that are perfect, that was ordained before the world began to our glory. The Bible says that God is the father of lights. Right? Yes. Father of lights. That's right. But Jesus is coming saying, you are the light of the world. That's right. So who is the father of lights? Who, what, is, who, what is he talking about? Us. I think I, I think too much revelation is bad for the for the health. <laughs> too much revelation can be 
can give you spiritual <laughs> sickness. <laughs> So what people don't understand is we are going back to the beginning. Yes. We are going back home. Because we came from home. We are going back home. Wow. wow. I love the way you say it again. We, yeah. We're going back home. We are going back home because we came from home. We are going back home. So the future is not actually forward. It's actually in the past. <laughs> Remember, God always begins at the end, going back to the beginning. So actually, timeline is not going forward. It's actually going backwards. Because we did not start here. Our maturity is in the spirit. The Bible says all things are yours, past, present, and future. How are all things mine? Because inside your spirit, all those things you're seeking, God already downloaded in you. Why are you such a good actor? Because you, you, that is what you are brought here to do. So by doing this thing that you came to do on earth, you now have come to know God more. And now you are eating the word of God, consuming it, because now it is making sense why you are here. And now the memory of why you are sent is making more sense. Heaven is a continuation of what is happening here. It's not a new beginning. Heaven is a continuation of this life. It's not a new beginning. Ah, Bishop Wallace, I love you. Is this making sense to people? So deep. So deep. So when was the blood of Jesus shed? From the foundation. But people who don't know that he was shed from the foundation, they think that salvation came 2,000 years ago. (laughs) 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 My daughter, Eileen, said, poor superstar, Papa, let him breathe for a sec. Go down, go down. Is everybody there? Is everybody there? Uh, go, go down. My son Lee said, you are an atmosphere, Papa. <laughs> uh, you are in the spirit. <laughs> so somebody needs to understand this, and somebody needs to catch this, and somebody needs to know this. Okay, then I have a question. I, I, I uh, okay, oh. let, me, let me read one question here. Can you read uh, my daughter Tia's... Uh, so, Papa, the question right here, uh-huh. does this mean eternity happened too? Is this one, is this, uh, one big time loop? Everlasting happened. Everlasting happened. Everlasting happened. Because you have to understand there's a difference between eternity and everlasting and forever. Forever is a timeline. Everlasting is a timeline. Mm. Eternity is not a timeline. The Bible says, and there will be gnashing of teeth in hell forever. There will be gnashing of teeth forever in hell, right? Mm-hmm. Forever. 
Then the Bible tells you in Revelation that hell, death, and the grave shall be cast into the lake of fire. Now, if hell is forever, how is it being thrown in the lake of fire? It's because forever is actually a timeline. To the world of men, forever seems like it has no end. Because we don't outlive forever unless you're in the spirit. So forever is a timeline. If hell, the Bible says, and there shall be a new heaven and there shall be a new earth. If there will be a new heaven and a new earth, and hell is in the center of the earth, and it's saying that hell will be cast in the lake of fire, meaning that hell will not exist anymore. The grave will not exist anymore. Death will not exist anymore. Meaning they are not everlasting. They are simply forever. There is a, they are a timeline. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Does that make sense? Yes. Forever is a timeline. Okay. It's just beyond our calculation. Because we're in the world. Because in we're this in natural time. realm, forever is such a long time. Forever may be 10,000 years. Okay. Or 11,000 years. Or 50,000 years. Or 1 million years. But to God, if a day, if a thousand years is like a day unto God, mm-hmm. forever is like nothing. Do you get yeah, it? Yes, yes. When you see a house fly, they live for only 48 hours, right? But to them, it's a full life. Last year, we got puppies. Now they are a year old. They already look full grown because a human year to a dog year is seven years. So in the world of dogs, time and the... And the, in the world of men, time is different. Mm-hmm, right. And the, forever for a dog. For a dog, is like, man, <laughs> yo, I'm like seven years old and this person is still the same. They barely just like grew. For them, it's like, do you get what I'm yes, saying? Yes, yes. Everlasting has a beginning but has no end. Mm. That is why it says, it's, it's in the name, everlasting. Yes. Meaning it's like that gum you chew that the sugar doesn't run out. Yes. Everlasting. It just continues. So God lives in the eternal realm because the eternal eternity is God himself, within himself, for himself. So it's not actually a location, it's God. It's God. Eternity is God. I give to them eternal life. But how do you receive eternal life? By receiving Jesus. So when he gives you a part of him, you receive it, you become eternal. (laughs) Because he does not pass away, you cannot pass away. (laughs) Does that... Does that make sense? (laughs) Is it making sense? (laughs) Do you exist? (laughs) 
it's all just grace. <laughs> it's all by the grace of God. That is why the Bible says, don't seek after things that are temporary. So if you are seeking forever pleasures, they are temporary. What you want is to enter into everlasting and then eternity. That is why man will not live in eternity. He will become eternal, but back on earth. Will be in heaven for a certain amount of time, in the everlasting realm for a certain time, and then will be brought back on earth. But the earth also will become everlasting. Because Jesus will come, because Jesus will come and dwell in this world. Because in every realm, I don't know if I can say this here. Let me just say it in this way. I'll say it in court. Ah, people, I don't want people to misquote me. This one, they may, they may take it and take it the wrong way. But yet, okay. it's, I can show them in the Bible. <laughs> okay. Let me show you a scripture. Uh, this will mess people up, but I'll say it anyway. This will be, it's in Hebrew somewhere. Mm -hmm. Okay, Hebrews 11.3. Uh, which version of Bible are you reading? This is the King James. Oh, G Bible, yeah, yeah. always. Okay, read. What does it say? Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Read that again. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. I want you to read it slowly, and I want you to digest what you're reading. Through faith, we understand. So faith can birth understanding. Understanding of what? That the worlds. How many worlds are there? Remember, not planets, worlds, because a world is made of its inhabitants. When we sing, we are the world, we are talking about the inhabitants. We are not talking about the planet Earth. The world and the Earth are two different things. But you cannot have a world or a people without a place they inhabit. So the Bible is telling you clearly, there's worlds. Worlds. Plural. <laughs> so if there are worlds, how many heavens are there? <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> well, you can't stop now. <laughs> we got to finish the verse. <laughs> So and you think it's actually very ignorant to think that we are the only ones that exist. It's craziness. It's actually craziness. Doesn't even make sense. Let me ask you a question. The Bible says it like this. Let me show this through scriptures. Because I don't want anybody to say that I said. <laughs> Okay. 
Okay. Go to First Corinthians so chapter number four. What happened to the other world? Who said something happened to them? Okay, where are we going for first Corinthians? First Corinthians chapter fifteen, verse forty to forty four. Who told you that the other worlds don't exist? Uh, Let me ask you a question. Okay? First Corinthians 15, 40 to 44. 40. Yeah, 40 to 44. Okay, but before this, the Bible says, And the sons of God saw that the daughters of men were beautiful, and they came down and took wives for themselves. Now, I want you to think about it. There's a difference between sons of God and angels. Mm. When I you thought okay. those were angels. No. They are angelic beings, but not angels. I will show you. I will show <laughs> you in a scripture right now. Okay. Let me explain it to you. Angels, real angels, not angelic beings, okay. angels don't possess a material body like ours. That is why the Lord Jesus said, in heaven you will be like the angels who don't have children. They don't marry. They don't conceive. Inside of heaven. Okay? There are different kinds of angelic beings. And then there are angels who are purely spirit. So their substance is spiritual, even though they can manifest themselves in a material world. So an angel can come as a human being and he will eat with you, but he will disappear after he's done. You won't find them because they are not of this world. But the sons of God saw that the daughters of men were beautiful and they came. Angels don't come, they appear and disappear. Because an angel can be here, he will be in another dimension where you don't see him, and then he will make himself visible to this dimension. So these sons of God were not of this world. But this angelic being somehow, some way, they have sperm that is similar to the one that human beings possess, that they can make a human being pregnant. So meaning that they are beings that were similar. Their DNA is almost similar to men. That is why when they had children with the daughters of men, they came out abnormal. They came out giants. They were not like regular human beings. Now in order now, (laughs) I'm going to to a place... uh, maybe this, I should. This deals with growing in the spirit, because then we would. N- nah, because some people, you know, sometimes I don't like talking about these things because people will, will misunderstand it completely. Uh, read the read the scripture that I just gave you. First Corinthians fifteen forty mm-hmm. forty four. Mm-hmm. There are also celestial bodies, mm-hmm. body and bodies terrestrial. Mm-hmm. But the glory of the terrestrial is one, mm-hmm. and the glory of the terrestrial is another. Read that again, one more time. 
There are also celestial bodies. Okay, celestial bodies, meaning that these bodies are not made from earthly material. Mm -hmm. They are made from another substance. And then? And bodies terrestrial. And bodies terrestrial. But the glory of the uh, celestial is uh, one. The glory of the celestial. celestial is what, what is glory? The reflection of reflection, God. Right. The, the glory of the celestial is one. Uh-huh. And the glory of the terrestrial is another. Is another. Yes. So it's telling you there are different kinds of bodies. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, let me ask you a question. <laughs> let me just make it okay, easy. Okay. Go to Ezekiel chapter number two. Are you there? Mm-hmm. She said by the in the year that King Uzziah died. Is that it? Uh, chapter two. Yes. This one is, uh, no, he said to me, "Son of man." Yes. Uh, st- chapter chapter one. Are you? Sh- you said Ezekiel, right? Yeah. Um, now it came to pass. Okay, okay, I'll find it for you right now. <laughs> It's uh oh, it's Isaiah. Isaiah. It's Isaiah six. Sorry, it's Isaiah chapter six. Uh, okay, in the year. Okay. <coughs> Are we starting at one? Uh, hold on. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I I think it's Ezekiel. Um, uh, hold on, give me one second. I'll find it for you. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, no, it's Ezekiel chapter number one. Oh. Ezekiel chapter number one. Begin from verse three. Ezekiel chapter number one from verse three. From verse three. Uh-huh. The word of the Lord came expressly to Ezekiel the priest, the mm. son of Buzi, in mm. the land of the Chedeleans by mm-hmm. the river Shabar. Mm-hmm. And the hand of the Lord was there upon him. The hand of the Lord was there upon him. Mm-hmm. And I looked, and behold, a whirlwind came out of the north, uh-huh. a great cloud, uh-huh. and a fire enfolding itself. Uh-huh. And, the, and a brightness mm-hmm. was about it. Mm-hmm. And out of the mist thereof, as the color of amber, mm-hmm. out of the mist of the fire, Mm-hmm. Also, out of the mist thereof mm-hmm. came the likeness of four living creatures. Okay, now I want you to read that in NIV. Remember what you just read. I want you to grab something NIV and look at it. I want people to see it so that they don't feel like it's just gibberish. And then I will stop. <laughs> you have it? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, you want the whole thing? Uh, yeah, start, start from uh, verse 3. And the word of the Lord came to Ezekiel the priest, the son of Buzi, mm-hmm. by Kibar, 
<coughs> river in the land of the Babylonians. Uh-huh. It said, there the hand of the Lord was on him. Mm-hmm. I looked and I saw a, a windstorm. A windstorm? Uh-huh. Coming out of the north. Coming out of the north. An immense cloud with flashing light, uh, lightning uh-huh. and surrounding by brilliant light. Uh-huh. The center of the fire looked like glowing metal. Looked like what? Glowing metal. Now remember, he saw a whirlwind yes. coming and then he saw lights flashing. Like lightning flashing. Now I want you to build this picture. I'm building. I've seen what you're saying. So whirlwind coming. (coughs) Inside it, he saw lights flashing, Mm -hmm. and then when he looked, he saw something that looked like metal. I I know you're talking about. Keep keep reading. (laughs) Keep reading. We're there. All right. Keep reading. Uh Keep reading. Keep keep reading. And in the fire was what looked like four living creatures. Uh-huh. In appearance, their form was human, but uh-huh. each of them had four faces and four wings. Okay, my question is this. If this, uh, <laughs> if they're angelic beings, yes. if they're angels, if they're angels like the ones that don't possess like a physical appearance, mm-hmm. Why are they using something to fly to come to Ezekiel? <laughs> I don't because they couldn't th- be. I they couldn't. I thought all angels have, have wings. wings I thought fly. angels use portals and, and, and things. They, yes. yes, they did use a portal. But how did they? Why did why they, need, they need? This? Why did they need a, 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 a chariot? Remember. What people don't understand when they hear chariot or fire, they think of old. They think of uh, the one that horses ride. <laughs> right, right, right. No, remember in that time, the only thing that moved like a car or looked like it could carry people, they would call it a chariot. Yeah. Okay. So if it is in our time, we will say an an identified flying object. We won't say yes. we won't say a chariot. That's right. That's right. And he's saying it looks like metal. Elijah is about to go, and something happens. Remember, Elijah is with a physical body. That's right. The Bible says, and a chariot appeared, and separated Elijah from Elisha, and Elijah entered the whirlwind, and he was gone. So Elijah wasn't taken by a chariot. He entered a whirlwind. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're not really using your imagination. Let me stop. <laughs> Let me just wow. Let's go back. Let's go back <laughs> to regular. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't want to talk about this <laughs> thing anymore. Let's go back. We can't talk about this. It will will cause some people, you know, the problem is some people have weak spiritual hearts. It will faint. It is craziness to think you are the only one God made. We are the crown of God's creation for sure. But God is a creator. Think about this. There's angels that have eyes all over their body, six wings. How does, does that even look normal? 
<laughs> but let's, let's move on. My prayer for you is this. Tomorrow, when I come, I'll teach you how to remain in the spirit. Because unless you stay in there, you're not growing. Receive that. That was a great transition, Pop. Let me pray. Father, I bless everybody that is on. I bless each and every one of them. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you give them their understanding of the things of the spirit, that they may grow in the realms of the spirit, that they may come to know you beyond the flesh, that they may know you as the way, the truth, and the life, that they may know you, who you truly are, O Lord my God, the creator of all things, the source of all things. Open them, Father, to the truth of your word, that they may become champions that will deliver many in this world. Father, I pray that their lives will be changed, that from this day they will walk in the spirit so that they don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Father, I thank you that this is done for each and every one of them. All those who are giving, multiply them in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, now let me finish with this. Walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So if your life is in that world, this world will, will be a supporter of what you do in that realm. If you live your life in the flesh, then you're not moving forward in that realm. Mm. This physical life is, is, is empowered by what you have in the spirit. It's the source of the life of this world. Mm. So if you live in that world, the things of the world, of this world, will not affect you. That's why it says, excuse me, it says, walk in the spirit. So meaning you can walk there, so it's a place. I'm done. <laughs> Bless everybody. Subscribe, share, and, uh, and see you again tomorrow. Blessings. Maybe Superstar, you will join me again tomorrow. Yes. Oh. Bless everybody. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. on your shirt. The Lord said me your name is what is on your shirt. Hallelujah! What is your name? Rose. What do you have on your shirt? Hallelujah! Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why. Where is my mama Ghana power? I saw fire jumping from her and coming to you and I'm trying to understand why when I looked at you I saw her when I saw her I saw you. Are you a nurse? You're in the medical field. Yeah. Go to her, put the mic on her. I'm a nurse. Were you married before? Divorced. Okay, go to my mama Ghana. I'm divorced. I saw somebody else with a name like Campbell. Campbell. As I was walking in the realms of the spirit, God says that he's about to bless the Campbell family. Prophesy. I saw somebody in the Bible called Anna, but God said no, Anne. Tracy Anne. Ah. Prophesy. I saw God. 
taking words and run with it to the ends of the world. What does he do? Amen. Who is like Ogaga, Ogaga? Do you know somebody called Kenny? Kenny, that's me. Is Kenny it? Ogba Ogaga. Kenny Ogba Ogaga. Professor. Who has a name that starts with like an M? Just said Maria. Maria. <laughs> because I was looking at you there, I'm seeing an M on your forehead. I saw God putting a garment on somebody called Jonathan. My first name. Professor. Professor. In 2013, you are not supposed to be here. You had surgery, major surgery. I looked at you and I saw an x-ray. I saw your body beyond the flesh. And the Lord told me that we need to pray for his lungs. I'm sick right now. Where? In the lungs. You've seen me before. I've never seen you before. How can I know these things? One thing about you, you are real. Clariosto improlovida shalakate le mande Provein del kishta agosta alova kalamande le pronde ligista I pray for you in the name of Jesus That the Lord will touch you wherever you are I pray that the sulam anointing shall come upon you as you listen to this prayer I pray that your spiritual ears and your spiritual eyes and your spiritual understanding shall be unlocked this day. I pray that the mysteries of Jehovah God shall be released unto you. I pray that you may know his power, that you may know his love, that you may know his might in your life this day. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. May what was impossible become possible now. Lande le kishta avuka la bronde le kishta vara kia sei. Mevra tufta ika la vande le bronde dia. La clariosto fradeike le kishta avuka talamande. Laisti constelesta in glory fantelino. Mevretita atuva kashuka prave dia amande. Langa tita labra de liga oka pavake tila mande le pronde vikate. Zila kusha, mevrafia azufeke. Kinkarabasonte le keya azuke prade kishta amande le kushta. Pravakushte ikarabakante le teleba sovare. Makusha arade dia azaka talabante. Monde le kashte iza azuva, meria azuka dalamande karabatoshte, kapro sotolomande le kashte azuka ramande, mavo mavo mavo. I pray that my encounters with the Lord will become your encounters. I pray that every single angelic visitation that I've experienced, may the Lord favor you today. May the Lord give you the grace 
to see the things that I have seen and beyond. I unlock you in the prophetic today. I release the Sulam anointing upon you today. May angels ascend and descend upon you in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. May the Lord be glorified through your life. May the world know that Jesus is alive by reason of him manifesting himself through you. I decree and declare as a prophet of God, there will be a difference from this day. When you stand before people, when you pray, there will be a change. That people will know that the Holy Spirit is upon you and he has anointed you to do the work of God. To be a shield for your family. To be a defender of your family. Let it be so now. In Jesus' mighty name. When the Lord Jesus was announced to be the savior of the world, he was only a young boy. Now you notice what happened to David is happening to Jesus. David is announced to be king, a shepherd boy. Jesus is called the good shepherd. But Jesus is called a good shepherd before he has any cattle. And David is not, is, he does not have his own sheep. He's looking after his own father's sheep. But the same God is anointing both people when they are not yet what they are supposed to be. You may not look like where you're going right now. It may not seem like you are where you're supposed to be. But I'm here to tell you, you are in the right place at the right time Hallelujah. with the right anointing. And at the proper time, you shall be lifted up and God will show what he was doing in the... Sit, 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 sit.